Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey. The good, the bad, and the spicy. 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 All right. I like spicy. Mm-hmm. Very big fan. Yeah. Love the spice. Yeah. I, I like that you didn't try and scare me away this time. <laughs> try to bring you back in. <laughs> lure you in (laughs) but instead of using fucking candy and puppies just have spicy (laughs) I like the burn (laughs) I love it what uh what did you get for Christmas what did I get for Christmas yeah dick no I'm just kidding this is a family show you can't say that no it's not like two weeks ago we talked about trading hands with other people like oh yeah (laughs) Three weeks ago, maybe. Uh, I got books and lots and lots of uh, shrinks mm-hmm. for for embroidery and lots of material for embroidery and hoops and all kinds of stuff for that. It's a very crafty Christmas. Very crafty Christmas. And a new golf bag so we could play golf mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Oh. It was a good Christmas. Good. Glad. Less expensive than last Christmas, I assume. Uh, well. <laughs> What'd you get for Christmas? I got a jersey, mm-hmm. an awesome jersey, um, and drunk. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, for like four days. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drop. We're not. I'm not drinking tonight either because my liver's tired. I'll drink for both of us. Okay. Don't drink too much. We got lots of shit to do tomorrow because it's New Year's. And Baby. stuff. What is, is was this a stolen holiday as well? No. Oh, this is just a calendar. It event. just okay. yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it starts on. Just, You're just checking. You can't trust anybody. I know. These days. At least at this point, Hallmark's been out there just stealing them left and right, <laughs> creating them, making them up. There's probably a holiday every for an official holiday for every year. Day of the year, <laughs> like National Hamburger Day. Yeah, yeah. D- other dumb shit. Oh, what are we up to tonight? What do you got? So we're gonna talk about um a rock, a rock, uh-huh, uh-huh. and surprising, and a plant, <laughs> and a plant. Um, and I love generalisms. <laughs> well, I'll start off just by saying that I'm pretty sure that. I've talked about Maya Toll before. She is the writer of this book. That name sounds right. The Wild Wisdom Company. No, co- compa- companion. companion. Oh. Compa- Jesus. Can't, Ted can't read. Not um, at this distance. <laughs> it's not that far away. <laughs> you drive places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's driving, not reading. <laughs> I'm illiterate beyond four feet. <laughs> Uh, no wonder you're so terrible at navigation. Anyway, right. So I love Maya Tolt. She's the best. I'm obsessed. Um, I have like most of her books 
This is one of my faves. It is called, like, Ted um, attempted to read The Wild Wisdom Companion. And it's basically just, like, a really, really beautiful journey, like, written through the year, like a journey throughout the year. Um, and what each of those seasons bring and the different solstices and equinoxes and stuff. And little writing prompts that you can do. Um, sometimes it'll have, it'll have spells or different symbols, but it's really, really beautifully written. And I was reading this book uh, a bit on the solstice a few weeks ago, and I stumbled across this idea called liminal space. Um, which I sort of brought up in the last episode. Yeah, we like bounced off of it real quick and then moved on. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that led me to the idea for this episode. Um, hopefully I'll be able to like channel her in a way and bring you some really beautiful imagery um, or I'll just be a goblin um, like normal. Okay. <laughs> but if you haven't seen any of her books, they're all gorgeous. Um, like all the art is really pretty. So I highly recommend purchasing any and all of them. They're all great. All right. But we're going to start with The Rock. Uh, it's dark. It is dark. Uh, it's got a little bit of gray in it. Mm -hmm. Smooth. It's hard. It smells like a rock. <laughs> uh, it smells is like this onyx? Hey, it's obsidian. Obsidian. Damn. Damn. It's really hard to tell the difference between onyx, obsidian, and like jet. It's really hard. So if I if I crack this, it'd be like super jagged, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's dragon glass. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's exactly what it is. See how like smooth and shiny it is? It will always be that smooth and shiny every time you break it. Yeah, but also really sharp. Very, very sharp. Yeah. So obsidian is actually volcanic glass yep. that forms naturally. It comes from the rapid cooling of lava. Like in water, right? I'm not sure if it's in... It's a certain type of lava Okay. when it cools. I don't know. I am not a volcanologist. I don't know. Different kind of rock melted down and then turns around and cools off it's like, Yeah, it's a certain kind of rock also. Like yeah. a certain mixture of rock that turns to lava and then turns yep. to obsidian. The planet is Saturn. Mm -hmm. Element is Earth and also fire. Okay. It's connected to your root chakra, which is what we're going to talk about today. My root chakra. Uh-huh. I don't got roots. I got feet. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Big old feet. <laughs> um, it is a five on the Mohs scale, so it's not super hard. Brittle, but it's not hard. It's brittle, but yeah. not hard. Yeah. So it's been used for tools for centuries such as like arrows and knives um it's been traded for forever um and was often used by shaman and other spiritualists and healers it has really um sharp sharp edges i think i read that it was used in surgical scalpels yep. Yep. It's so that. sharp mm -hmm. um they also used it for seeing the future so it has like three properties like it has really really sharp edges for piercing the light a dark, smooth, glassy surface for seeing the future. And I mean, it comes from a volcano, so it's has a fuck ton of energy in it. Okay. All packed okay. into one. All of those things make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like, duh, I get it. Yeah. So this stone is really good for grounding, good for protection and knowledge. So 
Yeah. Right? can turn it into a knife. Yeah. So you can stab somebody and be like, protect this. <laughs> Get away this. from me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you mean like spiritual protection. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, See, I've listened. <laughs> um, it reveals what is hidden, which is why it's been used for scrying tools like crystal balls and stuff. Okay. Or I guess it wouldn't be a crystal. Well, it would, I guess it would still be a crystal ball. Just not a glass ball. I don't know. I mean, it's complicated. It's sort of it's glass. It's kind of, kind of everything. Okay, guess, yeah. It's, it's also, it can be used as a crystal ball. Uh, good for stabilizing and anchoring. It brings out hidden issues and traumas, brings them up to the surface, and helps you to release negative energy. It's also a fantastic shield. So, it's, like... It's just full of from, armament. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a battle. Like, you want yeah. this in battle, for sure. Um, it can supposedly change bad luck into good luck, and I'm pretty sure there was one of these on your bracelet, right? Ooh, I think it was. Is that what the black one is? No, I think that was Onyx. Gotcha. It's good for transformation. It's good for focus. Good for intuition. This shit isn't just going to be like a shield. It's going to fight back. Right? right. This is your ride or die rock. Like, yeah. This is like, if you're going like into a fucking yeah. battle, this is what you want. Yeah, like, this is your bodyguard rock. If you're going to be around people you who are fucking negative and you don't fucking like them, you should probably bring one of these with you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really good for that. Or, you know, for scrying. You can also put this in the liminal spaces of your house so that nobody can bring their bullshit into your house. Doorways, hallways. Yeah, okay. It's kind of like a yeah, leave is, your shit outside, don't bring that in Absolutely your here. bodyguard rock. Yeah, bodyguard yeah. rock. It checks their fucking ID. It says, you're too fucking <laughs> negative. Get the fuck out of here. Not old enough. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just creates that, uh, that barrier you can't walk yeah. through. So this one doesn't have a long list, but it is um, good for helping with self-control, Helps balance the digestive system. It's great for shock and trauma. Helps with joint pain like arthritis um, and cramping. Okay. All right. So pretty pretty simple on that part because it's too busy doing other shit. Yeah. Kicking ass. <laughs> it's not a healer. It's an ass kicker. <laughs> yeah. This is, the, this is the party fighter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have fucking time for your bullshit. <laughs> Unless it's a cramp. We can fix that real quick. <laughs> Uh, oh, are you feeling traumatized? Come here, I got you. And also, I'm going <laughs> to whack these people who traumatized you with my fucking stick. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the obsidian. It's been around a long fucking time. Um, lots of people have been using it. It shows up wherever there's volcanoes. Yeah. So it's been all over the place. Yep, people this is right there it. with like clay pottery and yeah. cave drawings. And it's so brittle. Like it gets so sharp. I mean, surgical scalpels, like, come on. You're don't right. get no sharper than right. that. You tie that to a stick, mm-hmm. and then ooga ooga, cut open. Fucking stab somebody. That's shoot, a scary thought. Shoot a, shoot a scalpel at somebody with yeah, an arrow. Right. That cavemen are performing surgery. I don't like these no, things. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. All right, so ready for the spicy? All right. I picked Cayenne. That's uh, that's a city in Wyoming. I think you're pronouncing it incorrectly. <laughs> it's Cheyenne, dummy. <laughs> Stupid joke. Um, no, it's Cayenne. This one is Mars, and it's fire. 
All right. More fire. More fire. Lots of fire today. I told you it was spicy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a chili in the nightshade family, which is related to jalapenos and bell peppers. Also, fucking potatoes, if you could believe it, what? are in the night, that same family. Yeah. The most bland shit in the world is on the same- A fucking tuber? Yeah. And what? The same right. as- It's like a flowering whatever. I can't remember. Um, and also fucking tobacco. I... Like, there's weird shit going on in this family, in this plant family. Yeah, that's weird. Right? Yeah. Uh, for all you fucking nerds who like hot ones, like Ted. Yeah. The Scoville uh, is 30,000 to 50,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's spicy. And did you know that capsaicin can be used topically for aches and mu- aches and pains and muscles and joints? Just like the obsidian. It, that sounds like a distraction, not a, <laughs> not a cure. Well, I'm not worried about this pain because my skin is burning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to try it. So it is found in Central and South America, but because Columbus stole it and took it back to Europe, you can find it uh, in a lot of different parts yeah, of the world. Yeah, anywhere. So this one is good for banishing and reversing negativity. It promotes fidelity. Popular in love spells to attract warmth and spice. Well, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Um, if you mix it with salt, it is a potent protection blend to banish evil influence and reverse negative energy back to the source. Yeah, and if you put it in a squirt bottle, you can just f- spray it in the <laughs> fucking ah, face. The <laughs> it's like mace. It is mace. <laughs> they put capsaicin in mace. Yeah. Uh, like I was looking for herbs the other day, uh, and the herbs. <laughs> Well, I guess I was looking for spices the other day, <laughs> and uh, I found one that just said mace, like a seasoning that you can put on your food just said mace. I was like, what the fuck? This is just like an edgy name for- uh, No, oh. it was like the name. It was just like one of the- fu- It was like oregano, fucking thyme, mace. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I did not buy any. I was afraid. But yeah. So that is good for, I think I talked about this at one point, the um, I'm rubber and you're glue type of a spell. Oh, yeah. Like uh, like stinging nettle. Good memory. That's like the one thing that I. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think this is like the third episode where you brought that <laughs> specific one up. That's all I can remember from season one. <laughs> that and you burning the carpet. <laughs> Uh, it's good for dealing with separation or divorce. <laughs> okay. Healing from that. Um, it speeds up the effect of magical working. So it's sort of like fire. Remember how I said yeah, uh, that yeah, fire uh, like use makes it in a fire sense? Spell. Or, yeah. yeah. So it speeds up um, the effect of, of your spells also. Okay. So just real quick, I want to double check this. It's good for fidelity and for dealing with divorce. Yeah, so like it's good for keeping people around or and, dealing and then when with they it leave, when they it's leave. like, yeah, never mind. We, <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. Uh, I think it's just popular for love spells. Like, um, it's it's good for fucking and good for. Getting, this, it's like it's like of, the one friend it. that no matter what your like your status is, they're like, they're you know what we can make the best out of this. It'll be like, fine. This. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, we're gonna do you up. We're gonna get you out. Have a couple <laughs> drinks. Also, it's red, so again connects to that root chakra, which we're gonna talk about later. 
And also, it helps remove obstacles and blockages that are keeping you from obtaining a specific goal. Like breathing out your nose. (laughs) Fucking swallowing. Fucking not sweating. (laughs) Fucking cayenne is great for a lot of shit. Digestive system, circulatory system. Supposedly, there's it's like a remedy for hemorrhoids. <laughs> um, helps regulate the heart and the blood pressure. When it's taken with ginger, it helps clear out your bronchial tubes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, when it's used with other herbs, it increases their effectiveness, which I think selenite also does that for other stones. Also, it's used for headaches and muscle aches. And that shit will clear a sore throat up right quick. Yeah, I again, ever... I don't think it's so much a cure as it is like, now I have a different I don't know. problem. <laughs> have you ever fucking like, uh, like I made, I put cayenne, I think it was cayenne and ginger and orange juice together once and drank it and my sore throat was like gone, fucking boom. Yeah, you just it's annihilated crazy. the bacteria back there. Yeah, <laughs> destroyed Anything, it was like acid fucking, <laughs> fucking... Acid and fire down fire the hatch. down the hatch. It did not taste good, but it was... It fucking cleared your shit right up. Um, but yeah, like actual studies um, that it's been used for a lot of really good, good shit. It's good for you. It's good yeah, for you. No, I mean, it makes sense before like... You know, they go out and harvest it, and then they eat a little bit. And they're like, we got to try this on this. We got to try it. It's got to get rid of that. It's got to, like, people don't <laughs> even want to eat it. It's got to be good to get rid of all these other ailments. Okay. So that takes me to liminal space and the root chakra. So I'm going to start by talking about liminal space. Okay. I'm getting the sense that these are connected. Yes. Okay. So... Liminal space is from the Latin word limen, L-I-M-E-N, not the fruit. Right. um, Which means threshold. Okay. So a time between what was and is and what's next. And I feel like for me, the time that we're in right now, that like space between Christmas and like even like the first week of fucking January is like liminal space like yeah even after new year's a little bit into january is like time's just like kind of almost ending like it just doesn't exist it's just no you're nowhere yeah it's i mean being at work all week that's exactly how we felt we're like you know it wouldn't really change a whole lot if we just took this week off like (laughs) yeah outside of the paycheck but like you don't really know like what next year is going to bring and you know, like you know what this year brought, you know how you feel right now, but you don't know, you know what next year. And really it's not that big of a deal, right? It's just another day on the calendar. Like we just decided like that was the end of the year kind of a thing. Like, but it does matter. Like, just like, you know, if I stand on this side of a door and I open it, I don't know what's on the other side of that door. Yeah, Schrodinger's week is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was reading this, um, and in Maya's word, it's the ending and the beginning, the nothing from which something can be born, which I really liked. But I read a Forbes article while I was trying to get my thoughts together on this, and they talk about how liminal space can often feel like being stuck or in limbo. Okay. Um, and liminal space can be like a physical thing, like a waiting room or hallways. 
um, or emotional, psychological, like maybe a death of someone close to your close to you, or a divorce, losing a job, maybe. You know, oh, technically, okay. we are in a liminal space right now, being engaged because we know what our right. relationship is like that, but like we're on the threshold of being married. Got it. So this describes like quite a few different mindsets you can be in, like, right? Like in between jobs, like maybe even like I find this on the daily when I come home and I'm like kind of bored and I don't know what to do like that. Yeah. Like, you know what you were doing before, right? You were at work, you were driving home, like, but once you get home, you're like, okay, now what? Yeah. It's Tuesday. There's not a football game on. Right. Hockey doesn't start for another couple hours. uh, You're uh, just like, well, and there's been a lot of studies done that, people react to those liminal spaces very differently. It can Mm -hmm. be really lonely. It can be really emotionally demanding and Mm -hmm. mentally exhausting. And all of that makes sense. However, it can also be really valuable and like a hugely creative time and a time for like genuine change. So like, again, that's that like something born of nothing kind of a thing. You're moving from the nothingness and floating and feeling stuck possibly to that first spark. Right. Sure. Um, so it makes sense that during this kind of like worldwide liminal space of a brand new year, especially with the crazy amounts of uncertainty that we've had in the last two years, like how absolutely crazy everything's felt that right now everyone's, you know, doing their like normal, New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Everyone's wondering if we're going to have 2020 season four next year. Right. Or if like we're done with that show, we can move on to the next thing. Right. Right. Exactly. 100%. You know, you you sit around and you're like, oh, you talk about it on New Year's Eve. You're like, what are your New Year's resolutions and blah, blah, blah. And then you get to that like first week of January and you're just like, this still feels weird. Like it still feels Mm -hmm. like trying to get shit started. Maybe you're going back to work. I know I will be and checking a gazillion emails and like trying to figure out like, okay, well, what do I, where am I going next? Right. So like, it's very understandable to be feeling a little chaotic and a little like, I'm not really sure what to do. Maybe really lonely, maybe kind of worried. Um, yeah. Maybe taxed, like just burnt out. Like, yeah, Yeah, that's, I was going to say like, Maybe even not having a like the right kind of motivation. Maybe right. maybe a little directionless. Yeah, like so. I, I have the idea, but I don't know where to go. Kind right. of a thing. So that leads me to my next tidbit, which she calls Maya calls the womb. Um, and this time of year, remember we talked about how winter is connected to that earth element. Okay. Um, yeah. and often people talk about like Mother Earth and yep. you know all of that. And sometimes if you, like, picture Mother Earth, you might think of, like, a pregnant lady or something like that. That's how they draw her a lot kind of a thing. She's the one who, you know, supposedly gives life and all of that. Mm -hmm. So if we're moving from liminal space, so the nothingness, where do we move to, right? The womb Uh, is your next step. That's where you go from floating in the void to being a seed that's planted, And when that spark of creativity finally shows up, it's like the aces in tarot. It's that first step, that Mm -hmm. like first spark of the journey. So I feel like this was perfect, a perfect time to talk about the root chakra 
And I know it took me a really long time to get there, so thanks for bearing with me. But, like, if you're looking for some sparks, you have to ground first. And grounding is done with your root chakra. So you have to ground with that first um, so that you have somewhere to grow from, right? You got to put yeah. the – when you get planted, you got to put your roots down first, and then you can grow kind right. of a thing. Yeah. So you if have you're, to, like, complete the circuit. Right. Yeah. So if you're feeling like – you might have that spark, but you, like you were saying, you don't know where to go now. You want to work with this, with the root chakra. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. All this, is all this connecting? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's actually making me like think of when I'm like in a hockey slump. I know I bring everything back to this, but it makes sense because I spend a lot of my mental space there. If I'm in a slump, I go get back to the basics, like play standard positioning, try not to do anything fancy. And just like work hard, and then all of a sudden, like I get out of the slump. So yeah, that's uh, that's how I relate to that. Yeah, and I think that you know, I do this a lot when I'm like in between hobbies. I got into like a really big slump this year where I was so worried that all of the hobbies that I was like interested in. I don't know for those of you who don't know this with ADHD. You Often we're notorious from jumping from hobby to hobby and like getting really excited about it, buying a bunch of shit, doing a bunch of research and then immediately putting it down and never picking it back up again. So like I was so worried and so concerned that everything I could think of was going to cost too much money or be too much work or like all this shit. So I just didn't do anything. So I got stuck because I wasn't willing to plant that seed. I was just worried about okay, I don't, I don't know what the step is, so I'm just going to do nothing. So that's sort of like, for me, kind of how it, it yep. was connecting. So let's talk about the root chakra. So your root chakra, if you need a refresher on chakras, we talked a bit about them in season one, episode two, um, Carnelian and Cinnamon. I think there's also a link on Spotify for a great chakra test um, and a video from Avatar The Last Airbender that I feel really gives a good, like, beginner description about chakras. You nerd. <laughs> you knew this already. We already did this once. Um, I just feel like it's very, they simplified enough to where you kind of get a general overview and it's, like, a good visual as well. So, yep. um, also, that's a great fucking show. And I said what I said. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> So the root chakra is actually the first chakra. It's called Muladhara, I think. I'm so sorry. I'm probably butchering that. That sounds right. It's also known as the earth chakra. So we're all connected today. It deals with survival, safety, stability, grounding, belonging, and support. And it's blocked by fear. Yeah. um, Trust your gut. Like that's that's kind of how I remember this one, and also like, are you sure? Because it's in your tailbone. So don't trust fart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a belly button. One. No, oh, this okay. is in your tailbone. <laughs> uh, Stop confusing mind. people. Tay. Never mind. We'll we'll just delete this. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Leave it in. <laughs> so it's located right at your tailbone on the base of your spine. Um, I actually even read something that. I guess in some older texts, they thought it was located in like the space between your privates and your butthole. So, your taint? Yeah. I was like, (laughs) all right. Okay. 
Uh, so whichever feels right to you, I guess. <laughs> Your gooch chakra. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, sorry Hopefully there's no that. kids listening yeah, in the like, car. Jesus, sorry about that. <laughs> you know what you signed up for. So some physical signs of this being out of whack. And remember, I said this in that in the episode we talked about that. I think the sacral chakra is the other one we talked about. It can be underdeveloped. It can also be overdeveloped. So you're looking for a balance. Yeah, you don't want a tail. No, no tails. I made that joke last time. Didn't I? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But my point is that it's possible for a chakra to be too open. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's all about balance. So some physical signs might be clumsiness, might be having trouble with sleep, poor circulation, possibly reproductive problems, um, issues with your metabolism, maybe constipation or incontinence, um, feeling insecure or possibly lonely or disconnected from your family or friends, um, possibly issues with your skeletal system, leg issues such as like cramps, knee pain. Um, because it's connected to that fight, flight, freeze response, having it out of whack can often feel like you're just stuck there, which I thought was kind of interesting because it sort of takes me to that like hierarchy of needs where like, if you don't have, you know, one, you can't really move on to the next, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have food, it's going to be really hard for you to like be creative kind of a thing yeah, like right you won't have energy to do anything right so like it's i thought that that was really and maybe i said this last time but i thought that that that's one of the things i find interesting about the chakras is that if like one is closed it's probably going to affect some of the others as well mm-hmm. it will yank him out of whack so how do you balance it so there's a lot of yoga poses that you can use for this um that's what you know, yogis often teach that, you know, balancing your chakras with yoga poses. Um, I would dig around on YouTube to find kind of what works best for you. Um, but I think it's things like chair pose, warrior two, um, that sort of, uh, really establish that grounding connection either through your feet or through your butt or whatever while, or laying on the ground even. So if you are, Interested in learning more about grounding, we also did a huge dive um, into grounding in episode 10. I can't remember what Yeah, that plug them called. all. I Well, <laughs> I just like, I was like, we talked about all this, so I don't yeah. want to like, if people are right, listening, right. have already listened to them already, I don't want to like repeat myself, especially because that's like all we talked about in that episode was grounding. Yeah, that was big so, I learned a lot. Yeah, it was really deep uh, into grounding. But grounding is super, super important for spell work. But it's like the biggest thing you can do to fix your root chakra um, is proper grounding. Um, Since the color is red, any stone that is red or black is great for the root chakra. Um, Like the obsidian that we talked about earlier. I can't remember if I mentioned these last time, um, but if you, uh, there's different like hand, um, cause it's all about like the pressure points in your hands, um, and how they connect to the rest of your body. It's mm-hmm. like part of this. Um, so you can look them up, but this one is your thumb and index finger, like make the okay symbol. 
um, thumb and index finger and you say L-A-M, like that's the, the hum you do. Lum. It's called a seed mantra, I think it's called. Lum. And that's supposed to put like vibrations into your body to help with that. It's like making your body vibrate at the right frequency, sort of. Yeah, but don't be too sharp or too flat. You gotta be. It's like why cats purr. They purr to like either heal themselves or heal each other. Or us. Or us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for our cat. Whatever. She never stops purring. So yeah. So um, also like, you know, just kind of talk quickly about it. It's you know going outside, being one with nature, laying on the ground. It's a little cold to lay on the ground right now, um, so it's okay to just like put your hand <laughs> hand on the ground. Eat dirt. Gross. <laughs> Maya talks about um, making like a nest or like a burrow of blankets in your bed and kind of feeling like what it would feel like physically to like nest or be in a burrow. Um, so like you're physically putting yourself in that. It sounds silly, but you're like going there. Yeah, make a couch tent. Blanket for it. No. <laughs> couch tent couch tent like you turn up the, the cushions on one side and then drape everything over the all right. <laughs> you're a couch tent I don't know what that means <laughs> so yeah that's my that's my my journey through it's just a brief journey if you want to take that shocker quiz that I posted um, on that carnelian episode I'll have Ted post it again. But that one's a really good way to see if your chakras are out of whack or which ones are. Um, It also gives you really good tips on how to fix them if they are out of whack. But the grounding one is really, really important because that's that's your connection with the earth. So you're going to have a really hard time with energy flowing through your body if you... Have mm-hmm. that one blocked. Yep. Um, and it directly affects gravity. So if it really gets out of whack, it'll just float away. Yeah. You know, just like a balloon, <laughs> like a parade float. Like Mary Poppins, except for without the umbrella. <laughs> You're not going to float away. <laughs> you might feel like it a little bit, though. I definitely feel <laughs> like that. If I'm not grounded, I always have wear grounding stones because I always feel like that. Like I'm drifting away. Mm-hmm. Always stuck in the clouds because they named me Sky, probably. Weird. Who would have thought that would have come to fruition? <laughs> My mom said that one time. She's like, I wonder, because I, <laughs> I did something dumb, and she was like, I wonder if you're an airhead because we named you Sky. <laughs> like, fucking roasted. <laughs> My mom is a savage. You could, just, you could be mad at her. It's her fault. <laughs> yeah. You did it. You made me. It's not this. like you signed the document when you popped out. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, funny. But yeah, that's it. So, if you're feeling like you're in a liminal space this week, you might want to think about some grounding stuff. Yep, man. Just remember, by the time you hear it, it'll be next year. But uh, yeah, just get get some motivation, get some direction, figure out what uh, what's going to help you in your your airhead space. <laughs> You also don't have to get it done right now. Like That's true. Like yeah. all you have like if you are having some creative ideas but you're like, "Well, I don't know what step to take." Just just wait it out. It doesn't have to come right now. But don't like, you know, you don't want to let yourself get stuck there, but you don't have to get it finished. Yeah. Um 
when I have a bunch of things floating around in my head like that, sometimes writing them down helps. Mm-hmm. And like just coming back to that list a little while later and then being like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll deal with this one. Yeah. It's kind of like the like brainstorming, storyboarding yeah. kind of space right now. And that's okay. Like if you don't know, like you have a great idea and or, you know, you have some motivation, but you're like, I'm not really sure which way to go. Like it's okay. That's it's an okay time for that. It doesn't have to get done right now. Yeah, so it sounds like what is done right now is this episode. This episode. It would be so funny if you just chopped it off right there. (laughs) (laughs) Click. (laughs) No, we got to say our goodbyes and thank yous and run the music or or else you'll be mad at me. (laughs) We appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. Uh, Follow us on social media. Tell Uh, us what you like. Don't like. Thoughts, feelings, emotional outbursts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could play therapist. Uh, why not? <laughs> we'll just do you know, do our best to mitigate some damage. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. Do all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would really appreciate that as well. Um, I noticed a, a resurgence in listeners, so I think everyone's starting to come back and realizing we're back on the air. So that's great. <laughs> so welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody. Okay, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.